Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And I wanted to do this very quick live stream before our normal daily financial news, which, yes, will occur at 7.30 a.m. or about 17 minutes from now. I've been thinking a lot about what I see going on in the single-family housing market, specifically affordable single-family homes, right? This is the portion of the market that I look at every day. This is the part of the market that my students look at every day. And in a normal time, think 2000 and economic 101, right? It's supply and demand driven. What we saw throughout 2020 was a great reduction in supply, right? Owners were not selling. Builders couldn't build. And we saw a huge spike in demand, right? Millennials were coming into the market. Uh, they were moving from being a renter to an owner. They were getting on the property ladder, but it was tough. So 2020 was really a year of imbalances. And unfortunately, what I have seen and read about over the last 30 days, I just want to tell you, I want to tell my students, it's students of how to get started one rental at a time, it's time to do the work. I think if you look at what's going on, if you look at what's being talked about, the, the affordable single-family home is about to get more expensive. And when that happens, increase will follow. Uh, I do believe we have a while, right? Because this is future things as stuff progresses over the next couple of years. Just think about what I said earlier, supply-demand. We were already coming off a year where it was abnormally disrupted. And now what we have is we have a president who has come out with the intention of raising taxes on the rich. Hopefully you've seen recently that, yes, some of that will be the true rich, the one percenters. But with real estate investing, with buying at, it doesn't take a lot to hit that column. So over the last couple of days, I've talked with uh, one teacher, one policeman who never made more than 65 grand, who owned eight houses or eight houses. And this is kind of the talk track that I'm sure is going on across the country. First and foremost, right? Uh, apply. There may be a momentary blip. There may be some supply coming on between now and the end of the year. Most of the talk track uh, around the rise in taxes, the changes, the 1031 cap gains, all of that, all of those are currently being discussed as a 2022 implementation. What is true in certain circumstances, some people will decide to sell to avoid. So there will be a little, and I do mean little, jump in supply. So if you're one of my students, you'll see it coming, you will find a deal, you will lock it up. But here's the real deal. If you happen to be one of these individuals who did it right, started buying in the 80s, lived below your means, sacrificed, and, you know, by now they're free and clear, right, properties, and you see what's going on and you feel under attack and Individuals feel like they're being the gimbal been disrupted. They are just not going to sell, right? They may have been looking to sell over the next two, three, four, five years. They're like, nope, 
I am not going to sell under this presidency. I will wait for the They're going to roll the dice. They're going to say, hey, maybe, you know, what one person takes away, the next person gives. So I believe the long-term impact, and by long-term, I mean three years or so, is we are going to see significantly, significantly less turnover in the affordable housing market. Think about all the individuals who snapped up uh, foreclosures and REOs and short sales in 2011. First off, they had the cash. They took action when a lot of us were scared. They're sitting on huge gains, sometimes triple, quadruple. And right now, they might be thinking about selling. They might be looking at 1030 wanting some of that money from a house. I know I would, but that's gone. If that's taken away, we're like, eh, that house is performing. I'm good. Maybe I'll go do a cash-out refi. Loans aren't penalized. So what is going to happen first and foremost on supply is we are going to see significant, like meaningful, less turnover of single-family homes. And again, what does that mean? That means you need to do your homework now. There will be an opportunity in the second half of 2021 to do deals. Some people will sell. You need to be ready. You need to know what average is. You need to lock it up. And please take advantage of these artificially low 30-year rates and lock in 30-year money. You will be very, very happy. This is the year to try to get good and great deals. because We are, we are seeing outside forces interrupt a normal supply and demand. So you're going to get a shot. You're going to get a shot in the second half to do some deals that naturally wouldn't be there and then hold for the long term because people who would sell next year and the year after, most of them are going to be, nope, I'll wait for the next president and see if they bring back some normalcy to taxes. Uh, next thing going on is you know the demand side. This president doesn't seem to realize a market is made of supply and demand. He seems to only be kicking demand. Demand is already high. Millennials are, are coming in, and they are the largest buying force we have seen. But there's nothing there. But don't worry. We're going to start giving grants in first-time buyer programs and lower rates. If you don't fix the supply problem, affordability is going to go down, down, down. And that means as owners, prices go up, up, up. And then what happens going forward, folks? Because affordability will be lower. We are going to head towards bubble numbers in the next couple of years. I'm not calling a crash. I'm just saying this balloon that we are in, this bubble, is going to get bigger. Affordability in Fresno today is a 47 or 46. As I wrote about in my book, I don't get nervous until it's 20. We are going to be heading to 20. I don't know how long it will take, but it is going that direction. So get ready. Get 30-year money, please. Get 30-year money. And then what happens? When less people can get yes answers from banks, but they still want to live in a home, because I believe that is a change that is significant because of this crisis, they are going to rent. I found an article yesterday that talked about rent increases over the last 12 months. And single-family homes in lots of the country have seen double-digit rent increases. 
if you strip away supply, affordability goes down, rent increases at double digits, say north of 8%, will be the norm for years to come. And if you could do a good or great deal now, lock in 30-year money, and then get two or three years of rent increases, that's some good living right there. So again, I think it's important to watch the market. I look at it every day. I think the powers that be are, I think they're doing it unintentionally, by accident, by whatever. They are going to reduce supply, increase demand, which will distort values, drive down affordability, and raise rents. It's kind of that equation. Remove supply, increase demand, values go up, affordability down, rent increase. It's kind of linear. It just happens. It doesn't happen all at once. It will happen over time. But the next couple of years, kind of like John, uh, John Burns' uh, Investor Mania 2.0, that excellent presentation or discussion we did from a couple weeks ago, that report is even more valid now. I'm going to try to buy as many houses as I can uh, because I just see this happening. It's, it's kind of inevitable. When you come in and reduce supply, increase demand, affordability goes down, prices go up, and then rents go up. It's that simple. So that's what I got. I just had to get that off my chest. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And unless they unlock supply, we are in for an affordability crisis a couple of years from now. So you can still buy. I think you have a little window where there will be some gifts this year from sellers that just want out. So be ready. You got to get ready to be ready. So do the work now. It's coming in the summer. But let's lock, let's lock up as many as we can so that we can enjoy what's ahead of us. Take care, everyone. I will be doing the daily financial news in about seven minutes. So I'll be back. Bye-bye.